second. Yeah, go for it. Let's go. Studios, it's JP, Kathy, and the crew. All right, happy end of the week. Unless you work a weekend job and then happy middle of the week. Or if you just work a weekend job, happy start of the week. I don't know. I'm just making that up as I go. We are really excited. We've got Judy Mark on our show today. She's dear friend of the crew, a member of the crew, and from Canada. So we're going to be talking with her this morning. She's out um, amongst the states here. I think she's headed for like Arkansas to Tennessee or something like that in an RV. So we're hoping we can get her on her hot spot here in a little while. Um, we also have Congressman Van Taylor, who is coming on today. Oh, right around um, 8.30 Central Standard Time. If you've got any questions for him regarding some of the bills being discussed, some of the, and I will go ahead and commentate at this point, some of the um, ridiculousness that um, that is going on and being, um, being uh, tossed about amongst uh, the House and the Senate in D.C., um, he'll be talking about infrastructure bill, all the different things that are out there, the budget um, or lack thereof. Um, I really, I don't know how we function when you look at the dysfunctionality of some of the folks in Congress. Just saying. Um, anyways, or some of the folks in D.C., I should say, because that's from the top top down to the bottom. So um, anyways, just uh, just very excited that we've got a chance to talk to him. Uh, he hasn't been on for a couple of weeks, so he's got a lot to update us on this morning. Um, and if you'll let me know whenever we've got Judy um, ready to go, because I, I definitely want to get her on as soon as we can. But um, wanted to, um, uh, JP and I have um, a mutual friend who um, we hold dear, and that um, friend had a family member commit suicide this week. And so, Brett, if you'll real quick, um, before we get started, I wanted to start the show with this. The, um, the Suicide Prevention Hotline, If maybe if we can even write Suicide Prevention Hotline number or something above this on the screen. Um, there is a rise in addiction, suicide, um, abuse, crime, you know, with the pandemic and with people being locked down and with the uncertainties out there, um, more people need help. Um, you know, it, people who has ne have never dealt with mental health issues are dealing with them. Um, people who have dealt with, you know, things like anxiety and depression and other mental health issues, uh, that has even ramped up for a lot of people. So if you need help, and sometimes, you know, we had Miss Texas in last week, and her um, platform is um, suicide prevention and suicide education. And she talked about some of the things she talks with kids about in schools. And I think if we think that our adults are safe or our kids or anybody is safe from this, we are not. Um, and it's heartbreaking. Um, we are praying for the family who is impacted by this and all of the loved ones who will miss this individual who took their life too soon. So if you know of anyone who needs help, I think it's right above my head, suicide prevention hotline number, please just shoot it out to friends, post it on your social media, you know, text message friends. You never know who that's going to impact. We had um, years ago um, when we were at a different radio station, we had um, somebody who had forwarded our show, and, and part of it was about, um, it was a mental health moment, and it was a, it had to do with suicide prevention. And a friend of mine accidentally sent that in Messenger via Facebook to um, a friend of his who he knows through other things. He meant to send it to, like, a group that he always used to send our radio show to, but accidentally sent it to a different group. And one of the people that received that was somebody who had a child in need who, was, who had been bullied 
um, who was suicidal, and they were able to get help for that individual. So you never know where you reaching out to a friend can land. And if it can save a life, then we absolutely definitely want to do that. So um, I believe we have the beautiful Miss Judy on um, on her um, on her hotspot via Wi-Fi on the road in her RV. <laughs> Judy, how are you? <laughs> Hey, Kathy. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well now that I get to hear your beautiful voice. Super, super excited uh, to finally uh, have you on the show. And we definitely, since you're back in the States, when you're back in Texas, we want to get you in studio because me, you, and JP would just, we would be a mess and we would have a blast. So, um, but we are really excited that you're oh on today. When did you get back to America? When did you get yeah, back? Definitely. When did you get back to America, Judy? I came down on I Canada. Wait, say say that again. I think you cut out just a little bit. Yeah, I flew down September eighth, so I've been here a month. Okay, so you so you've been back, and, and I know you love it here, and you know right. you're you're always. I, do. I love um, your posts on social media, and I love it when you come on to any of our shows, mine and JP's show, or any of our other shows on our network, and you make comments. You're always very positive, <laughs> positive, and very uplifting, and it's like I can tell when you're back in America because you're all about freedom and liberty and the individual's right to to choose their life and to make their own create their own destiny so let's talk about the difference you know you come from Canada and then you come to the culture shock that is Texas so what are what are some comparisons between the two as far as what you feel like we have as freedoms here in Texas versus another country yeah I mean and that's such a wide range it, it's it's amazing it's, it's a feeling um and it's hard to explain but i've been talking to my canadian friends and um they're 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 asking me how is it how does it feel how how are you like they, they're just wanting to know they're so hungry for freedom they feel so suppressed and um i grew up as a mennonite girl so i grew up in that form of suppression especially a woman and so the the breaking free of suppressed society and realizing that what's going on in some of these countries is, is exactly that. It's suppressing your freedom. And so I was trying to explain it to somebody the other day and I said, you know, you come down to Texas and it is you can tell when I'm in in the US and I joke around, I say I was born in the wrong country <laughs> and because we would love because to have love you here as, as an American. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, my gosh. I love it here. I really do. And, and uh, I just, I became so passionate about this country because and when I see a flag, ask anybody who, who's seen me or been around me, I hear the national anthem or I see a U.S. flag and I just get emotional and I, you know, I just, it, I feel, to me, it represents freedom. And um, Tom McDonald out a song a few weeks or a week ago called America and he said if the stars and stripes offend you um let me help you pack your bags and um, for me I I totally echo that in in terms of uh, let me trade you if, if this country offends you if this freedom offends you I will trade you because I in my own country I can't even go pick flowers without getting a fine or possibly going to jail. See, you know, and and Judy, I I think, let's talk about that real quick because that's something that's... so simple, you know, and you're a mom. So it's, it's what there are certain things like that you just yeah. kind of, and I, and I, and I really in listening to you and you do appreciate because, you know, you talk about the stars yeah. and stripes yeah. and you talk about the flag and you talk about freedom all the time. And especially, you know, being a mom, you're, you're out there thinking, okay, I'm going to go show my kid Nate, we're going to go on a little hike and we're going to pick up a rock or a leaf and we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about it. You know, we may pick, and you know, maybe your son is real sweet and pick some flowers for his mom. And, uh-huh. You're saying in your country you have to have permission ahead of time to do something like that? No. A lot of, you know, and it was funny because I've visited the U.S. before. I never lived here before 
when I came down in March, I was in Tennessee for three months and it was really funny what happened. And that was when I had that moment of realization to what was happening and realizing how we have slowly given away our freedom free. Like Mm. you can't carry a gun. You can't, you know, there's things you can't do. You don't, it's that thing of own nothing and be happy. That's what it is. And they're trying to take the last little bit away from us now. And that's our land. That's what we own. And to say, it's okay. You're going to, you're going to be happy because we will give you free healthcare. We will give you free this. We will give you free that. And you know what? You're going to be happy. And everybody, and I hear people down here saying, well, socialism is good because, you know, you'll own nothing and be happy. And that's literally, (laughs) they're telling you. I mean, look at look at Australia and Canada, and if you want to know how it's going to be here, that's how it's going to be when you give away your freedom. And I get so passionate about it because I I lived it, and now I'm seeing it happen. Although deep down in my gut, I know that it's not going to. And I tell people, just visualize this: that the good the good people are in control. Just know that you need to start standing up because if you don't you will become like that well you're so right i mean and it's one of those things that i i think what we've what we've watched and what we're watching right now with the current administration in our country is this ship and and younger people and this you know this it just you know makes Mm -hmm. you crazy because younger folks are thinking and they really don't even know judy the definition of socialism what i've found is when i ask somebody younger well, oh, well. So you're talking about how so oh, socialism's great that we need to move towards that, and so you ask them, mm-hmm. what is socialism? And a lot of them will answer, and even adults will answer. Well, it, you know, it's like being social and like being fair and open and everything. And I'm like, what? No, I'm like socialism is communism light. And basically, if you have a sandwich, yeah. you're going to cut it in four pieces. And even though you're really, really hungry, you're going to get a quarter and then you're going to give a quarter of that sandwich to the person to your right or the person to your right, the person to your left and the person sitting across from you. And the government is going to tell you how to divide that. And, you know, or you're, if you get a yeah. dollar, then you've got to you've got to sell 50 cents of every dollar to your best friend because, hey, that's just fair. It, so do you find yeah, and, because, exactly. and you travel a lot and I want to talk about a little bit about um, get a plug for what you do for a living. But um, and I know you're a life coach. And so if anybody wants to get in touch with you, we want to let them know how they can follow you. But you're you know, you're out there. You're always around people and you're traveling and you're seeing folks in different areas. Do you find that it's where do you see the line being drawn? Do you see do you feel like in America you're seeing so many younger folks that eventually we're going to get to a point where we can only elect liberals? Or do you see that there's some hope out there with younger people wanting to do? Well, I I would say you're living the American dream as a remote person coming in from Canada. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So do you find that we're going to have a shift where? where there are some younger people craving freedom and the opportunity to live the American dream. Yes, absolutely. And I, I am my sister, my youngest sister, she's 11 years younger than me. Uh, We are passionate about Trump and watching him and the freedom. And like, she's, she's of that younger generation. And and I mean, just go to TikTok. You're going to find an entire plethora of, People and young people that are all about this. The problem is, here's here's what they're trying to trick the the good guys, the good people. And I don't like to say left, right. This it's the people standing up for freedom, whoever that is. They, there's no, I don't like the division of political parties or all, the division of stuff. But those standing up for freedom are moms teaching their kids what's right. There's dads teaching their their sons how to you know, take care of their families and fight for freedom and, and stand up for what's good and right. And us moms do the same with our sons for all yeah. the boy moms out <laughs> <Yes>. there. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I see, and then you look at the young people, and I mean, just look at the Trump rallies. There is a lot of young people there. What they want you to think is that they, young people, because that's who they show on TV, that's who they show on the news, that's who they show at the colleges, that's that's what they're showing you, but that is not the truth. The truth is there's there's too too many of us that want our freedom. There, the, the the scale is tipping, and it's 
scare it's scaring them and that's why they're trying to scare the rest of us into believing that we've lost when we've already won and that we need to just stick to that well, and and, and Judy, I, and I love everything you're saying is just like it's music to my ears. I think it's just great. I know eventually I'm going to have to get on TikTok because everybody's like, Kathy, you're not going to find any young people on Facebook <laughs> talking about freedom and liberty and, you know, all this great stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's probably right. Because you know, my kids are like, Facebook, <laughs> yeah. what? But, um, you know, right. you, you really have such a message of hope. Um, and I and I love that because. We do have to fight, and we do have to stand up. And and a lot of times, the way we can fight here in America is at the ballot box. You know, go out and vote for the candidate. Vote for the person who you think best represents your ideals. And I, I think when you look at how low voter turnout can be in some parts of our state and our country, and, and a lot of times in local elections, like where you're deciding school board, mayor, city mm-hmm. council, who literally control yeah. your everyday life and what books your kid's going to be reading. And you'll see less than 10% of people turn out for their elections. What is turnout like yeah. in Canada? What is y'all's turnout like? Um, in, in um, Let's just ask in local elections right now. Yeah. Right. Well, here's my political experience. Uh-huh. Zero. But okay. I'll tell you, here, here, here's what's interesting, and I tell people, um, they'll ask me political questions, and I'm like, here's me. Okay, I grew up men and a girl. We, we weren't allowed to vote. And yep. then um, when I left that organization, it was, um, hey, who should I vote for? Because I didn't know. Right. And it, 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 I didn't care, you know? And then, and that's, I think, where a lot of the young people are at is, don't care it doesn't matter I go to school I come home nothing changes nothing's ever changed and so what what got me passionate and wanting to know what's going on was um realizing what was going on being educated and and going oh my gosh what's Trump really doing and what is what are the people doing standing up for freedom oh you know and then and that's when I got engaged and I think educating and I think the education of what we need to do and going to vote for the people you believe should be in to help us with our mission for our freedom, then there will be a higher turnout for each individual person having a reason why they want to go vote. Not just, well, I don't know who to vote for. I don't have time. I've got this going on. I'm watching the movies. I, I forgot. Yeah, I'm drinking you know, beer at the bar. I, Good times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I, I know there's a there this year with the voting up in Canada. I mean, we could get real deep into into the absolute ridiculousness of it right now, but but I won't. But it's just I think there was a low turnout. There's there's a higher turnout because everybody went. Oh, we need to vote for our freedom, and then we didn't even get it. So it's yeah. like wait is there even a point? So there's the whole side of people going, there's no point because our voice does not count anymore. We are being fooled into thinking that we could. And then there's and the that's other side what's, going, that's what's we got to Yeah. That's what's scary when you're yeah, being so, fooled so into this false sense of security, yeah. you know? Exactly. So I think in, in the grand scheme of things and as things get better and as we um, ha- get our opinions listen to again as our voices are heard again and I always say I'm a huge advocate for everything and everyone who does not have a voice whether that's kids women men um and all things fuzzy and furry with four legs Um, yes you know and we love that I think what (laughs) yes oh my gosh I'm a huge (laughs) animal person but here here's the thing is when you don't have a voice or you believe you don't have a voice um you will not speak up, you will not be heard because you already assume you're not being heard. And I think right. it's having a reason why you're going to that voting poll and go, I want to vote for that candidate because he stands for freedom. He stands for what I believe in. He he or she, you know, and whether that, like you said, it starts at the bottom. It starts at the... It does. It starts at, at that local level. Board. Yeah, it does. And, and we have to really stand up and go, no, I am not okay with my child learning that. For that reason, and I'm you've got to okay step with, in because you know, Judy. Who else is going to telling my thirteen-year-old boy? Yeah, 
right. Yeah, what to do. And it's like, it's like you know, yeah. I, it's my job yeah. to teach my child this, that, or the other. You know, you teach my kid how to read, write, and, you know, exactly. do math kind of a deal. So, But it, we, it's it's almost yeah. like we've gotten away yeah. from that because there's this indoctrination. And, and we definitely want to have you back on the show. But in the meantime, um, talk a little bit. We've got a couple more minutes before Congressman Taylor comes on. Um, what what do you, what are you doing? Because I know you're okay. traveling about. You're a life coach. How do people get in touch with you? Because your enthusiasm and your love for freedom, it really is contagious. <laughs> yes. And I thought when I had a spot open, I'm like, I'm going to get Judy on because she'll kick off a Friday really well. She'll make the weekend fun for everybody. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. And we could keep going. Yes. I, mean, I can get so passionate <laughs> and excited. And, and I am so passionate about helping women uh, create freedom and when I learned about what has happening to the kids that was one of my whys was to lower the statistics of sexual abuse because I do have a past in that as well it's been yeah. something that's happened to me and we can get into that next time but yeah I was gonna say we definitely want to have you in studio yeah. to talk about that yeah <laughs> we well because because For I sure. think women have to stand up and say hey this happened to me here's how you can avoid it yeah. or if it's happening to you yeah. here's how you can get yourself out of that situation so we definitely want to bring you in studio yeah. for that so, yeah, so it's, it's, that's my big why. And so for me, it was, um, I mean, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I mean, I, I was a hospice nurse. I owned a massage business. I've been in multiple other businesses. And so it's a, I, I got this from Mike Lindell, okay, So because I listened to him, and he said, Patriot entrepreneurs to, co- to come together. And so... Um, uh, that's what I really want to say is that I'm, I'm looking for passionate Patriot entrepreneurs to just build lives with, build success with, and help anyone who's in a suppressed situation, whether that's abuse, whether that's religion, to find options to create their freedom. And so, yeah, I mean, we can go into it next time a little bit more when I'm in studio. As then how, then how here, in, in the meantime, before, in the meantime, before you come in, you come into studio, how do people get in touch with you um, so they can follow you and read your posts? Oh, yeah. And like I said, you're so, you, you're, everything's always so positive and uplifting reality based which which I think those of us who have yeah. been through tough things in life appreciate but you're very you're like hey there's hope there's there's a pot of gold at the end of the yeah, rainbow kind much. of a thing yeah so how do people follow you 100% yeah um you can come to Instagram or Facebook I okay. just came off a 30 day ban so I don't know how long I'm gonna last <laughs> on Facebook but she's back for now me, folks <laughs> I'm back for now but um, and uh, Facebook would be the best way to find me, Judy Mark, and it's okay. under the Barefoot CEO. Um, I do my life, I was life coaching, and now it's more based on helping people find success and freedom through business. Because I it. say um, the industry I'm in is network marketing, and I say it's a business mindset life school with a paycheck. So it's a good place to start from scratch and find your freedom. So um, we can get more into that next time, but find me on Facebook under Judy Mark, the Barefoot CEO, uh, you'll, you'll see me and I would love to connect if anybody, you know, just wants to find some hope. I, I love to spread hope and I'm not love into it. hopium. I will just tell you <laughs> what you like to tell you where I'm at and how I'm yep. getting through this and how I'm choosing to wake up happy because it's a choice for all of us. So Absolutely. I can't wait to come live with you. Yeah. Kathy. We can't I wait to see you in studio. Yeah, well, um, just Absolutely. thank you again for coming on and just spreading a message of optimism and hope. And again, this is one of those things. And, and when you come in studio, we'll talk more about your story of how you, you went from, you know, where you were a victim, but you are no longer a victim. And now you're helping people ha- get out of yeah. that mindset. And it is, like you said, it's a mindset and it's a choice that you make every day. Yeah. So God bless you for all of the sunshine that you spread around this world and this hope and everything and safe travels to you. Thanks for um, kicking in from a hot spot on the road in between. I think you said Arkansas and Tennessee <laughs> <love> today. <laughs>
is everything is going to be okay. We just have to believe and have a lot of faith right now. So I love it. I love it. Well, I just, God bless you. you. God bless you. (laughs) It's so, it's so great to talk with you. Great weekend, everyone. All right. Have a great one. Thank you so much. That's uh, Judy Marks, who's a member of the crew by way of Canada, but we get her in America quite a bit, so we're always excited when she's in Texas and when she's back here in America. But, um, again, just, you know, a message, and if you'll let me know when Congressman Taylor's on, um, a a message of hope. First of all, a message of, hey, you know, I'm just up north of you guys, and it's not, you know, you've got decisions that you don't get to make any longer. And that's kind of what um, you have to watch out when people are trying to take your freedoms away, when the government is. Well, when people too, personal situations too, it's the same. But right now, when you've got the gov- government trying to take away your freedoms, they take away a choice here and a choice there, and then all of a sudden you're so limited. And so you're hearing from a member of the crew out of Canada who said just watch out for it and fight for that freedom and fight for those liberties. And speaking of somebody, the way this is a good good way to segue to Congressman Van Taylor, speaking of someone who does fight all of the time, ever since his time in the military as a Marine. Um, this is an individual, dear friend of mine in JP's, who has fought for our country his entire adult life. And uh, talk about somebody who's standing up against, uh, I guess, pushing back the forces of darkness. I don't know. Can I make a sci-fi reference here? Um, but Congressman Van Taylor, welcome to the show. How are you today? Good to be with you, Kathy, and good morning. Good morning and good morning. There you go. I love it. So good morning to me. Good morning to JP. He says hi to you. He's on the road in Houston in a tribunal truancy uh, case hearing t- today, but he, he sends his best to you. And um, we haven't had you on for a couple of weeks because you've been very busy in D.C. And um, let's just kind of get right into some of the nonsense that you are having to fight. And you're, and for those of you who are new to the show or a new member of the crew, uh, Congressman Van Taylor is the um, congressman here in uh, CD3, Congressional District 3. Before, prior to that, he was a state representative who fought for our freedoms in the state house and then in the state senate. Um, again, and like I mentioned earlier, you are a Marine. You're a very no-nonsense, fact-based individual, and you try to find strategic ways to work towards solutions for the taxpayers. I mean, I think that's a fairly, fairly good way to describe you. How? I just shake my head, and then I'm always like, oh, and I always say a prayer. I'm like, oh, God, please help Congressman Van Taylor, because this has to be complete nonsense to him. How are you pushing back, and and how can you sit there and listen to some of the proposals that are in, like, let's say the infrastructure bill. How do you deal with that? Sure. Well, um, you know, look, it, this is a very worrying time in Washington. Uh, you yes. know, I ran for Congress to give my children and your children and all the children in this great land an America that's just as free with just as much promise as the ones that we inherited. Um, and the socialists uh, in the Democrat Party uh, have taken over. Uh, they've taken over the agenda, uh, and the Democrats are trying to spend, you know, almost seven trillion extra dollars this year alone in an effort, in their words, to transform America as we know it. Uh, and I'm fighting to keep America as we know it. We had the strongest economy in the world prior to the pandemic that the world had ever seen right. prior to the pandemic. And the Democrat socialist agenda of more taxes, more spending, um, you know, more welfare benefits for people not working, uh, creating a crisis on the southern border. This agenda, as they stated, I mean, this is, these are their words, not mine. They're trying to change America yeah. forever. Yeah. Uh, and that's not what I'm there to do. I'm there to defend America. I went overseas in Iraq um, and fought for America to protect America. Uh, I, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm really shocked uh, to be in Washington and to see socialists like AOC and Bernie Sanders, who, who, who are express socialists. I mean, they, they say that. I mean, it's, it's, on, the, it's on their poster. Uh, you know, I'm a socialist. Uh, take over <laughs> yeah. the agenda, write the bills, and, and, and they, are, they are trying to totally transform our country. Uh, and, it is, and they're doing it with trillions of dollars of new spending trillions of dollars of new taxes, trillions of dollars of new welfare programs um, that will bring 
uh, economic misery that will bring inflation, uh, that will really harm our country, not just today and tomorrow and next year and the year after, but for decades and generations to come. And that's their intent. I mean, they're, they're telling you that. They're on the dais saying, this is going to change America. This is going to transform America. And that's not what I want to see. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to defend America. Well, and you have been defending America ever since your time in the service. And let's talk a little bit about that, because then um, when we finish talking about some D.C., then I want to bring it back to your home, um, your home congressional um, district and talk a little bit about the uh, military recognition service you're going to have going on. Let's talk about your time as a Marine and how do you utilize those those skills to further the cause of freedom in D.C.? Well, I think you've, you've got to pick your battles. Okay. Uh, you've got to pick your fights. And this is a fight to have. Uh, you know, the aim, oh, amen. Yep. The, the Democrats are trying to, to transform America. Um, fortunately, they had a very bad week last week. Uh, yeah. the, the, yeah. the moderate Democrats tried to say, well, the infrastructure bill is its own bill. It's a separate bill. We want to pass that separately. Um, you know, I don't agree with that bill, but I understand where they were trying to go. And the socialists won. The socialists beat back. Uh, the moderate Democrats, uh, and said, no, this is a single package. This is one bill. We see you know, the infrastructure bill and the reconciliation bill as one single bill. And we're not going, we socialists, the socialists are saying, we're not going to let the infrastructure bill pass, which is a, a trillion two bill, the largest oh. infrastructure bill in the history. And it has all kinds oh. of stuff in there. Oh, my I actually, gosh. I actually, you know, I actually I actually picked up a copy of that bill. It's a 2,700-page bill, oh, and I lugged it back to my office, and I started reading it. And after 750 pages, I had yet to see a single idea that I actually agreed with, a single thing that I said, wow, this is a good idea. Maybe we should make this law. Everything in there was about was Green New Deal light. It was trying she to make it, uh, trying mm. to, you know, and it, it just, it's wrong uh, to, to, to spend this kind of money, to create these kind of programs, to raise these kinds of taxes, because it's going to create inflation. And, you know, I, I, as I talk to business owners you know, here at home in this district and across the country over and over and over again, they tell me about how hard it is to hire people. They tell me about how the supply chain problems that they're having. They tell me about how long it's taking to get things done. And it's creating real problems right here at home. Yeah, um, It's hard to find housing for employees it's hard to find uh it's hard to find a, a new vehicle it's hard to find um it, it's hard to find steel uh, I, I was talking to a business owner uh in mckinney last night and he was saying that he's buying lumber to build fences from russia that is he's insane. buying lumber from russia to build fences in what McKinney, is Texas. happening that is well, and, and, and the Democrats are hurting this. Uh, and they're, you know, wow. one example is the vaccine mandate. So that is going to result in millions of Americans losing their jobs at a time when we need yeah. millions of Americans working. Yes. We're having labor force participation problems. We're having job openings that are not getting filled. Right. All kinds of labor problems. And the Democrats have figured out, hey, let's make this a lot worse for mm. everybody. Everybody's going to lose, right? You're going to have hard to fly airplanes. Harder to staff hospitals, harder to you know to to, to make things that we need uh, for our society. So um, the Democrats are are really making some terrible decisions that are going to have long term generational impacts, and I'm fighting against that every day. Well, and we and we appreciate you doing that. Again, I just. Um, you know, it's one of those things is as somebody who loves liberty, I just don't know how you sit there and keep your cool when, again, you, it's not, you know, back in Texas when you were a state representative and when you were a state senator. And, and by the way, thank you for your service in those two arenas as well as especially the military. But um, I look at, you know, the things you were able to do and the conversations were based around everything having to do with freedom and, you know, and, and how, and how do you best um, serve your constituents by making sure they've got decisions where they've got the freedom and they've got the liberty to, to write their own ticket in life, to live the American dream. So how do you go from Texas where you're able to reason and you actually have, you know, healthy debates, intelligent debates, but then you go up in DC, the nation's capital 
and you're dealing with a 2,700-page bill that's socialism and communism are us. How, how do you even wrap your head around that? Well, it, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, in combat, it, you, you don't want to lose your cool. Right. You want to keep your cool. You want to respond to fire. You want to make reasoned decisions. It's incredibly stressful, uh, but no one benefits from, 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 you know, the platoon commander freaking out. That's just not in the interest of anybody. So I think that this is similar. I mean, you want to be calm and reasoned about it, but at the same time, you have to recognize the gravity uh, of what Democrats are trying to do to this country uh, and how severe the threat of this socialist takeover in their party is. And it's very real. I mean, the agenda, I mean, you know, the, the, the most socialist Democrat in, in, in the U.S. Senate today, Bernie Sanders, is, the, is, is writing this bill. I mean, it, this is his. This is the socialist agenda. Uh, and so that's, that's how you, I mean, you know, what they're doing is wrong and you know, it is, and, 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 and so many Democrats, you know, I've sat in these committee hearings and like, this is a transformational bill. This is a transformational bill. This will change America. And, and, and why? Explicit, this is their language, yeah. not mine. I mean, they're yeah. saying, look, we want to change America. It's like, oh, no, we have the greatest nation on earth. Um, yeah, everybody, and, hold and on. Is, We've done really well, really well, uh, you know, with with America and with our, the freedoms. It, that's got to be so tough. I've got we've got one of the, um, uh, the several members of the crew are giving you a shout out. Um, Kelly Kelly Duncan Smith said, um, you know, thank you for your service, Congressman Taylor. She wants to know where where can you find the twenty seven hundred page bill if you're a we the people citizen and you want to read that and see what kind of nonsense is being pushed. Where can where can people find that or can they? Sure. Um, there is, uh, you can, you can email my office. We can get, we can get you a okay. link for that. Uh, you know, and if you want to see it in total, there are, there are many summaries, uh, that have been written up, um, that, that, you know, summarizer, but let me just say 2700 pages is exhaustive. I mean, that, that is a huge bill. And that, let me point this out. That's only 1.2 and trillion. The other bill, <laughs> you know, aspires to be three and a half trillion. I, that, um, these and, are and astronomical amounts, and you haven't seen a copy yet. That's what's insane. You are a sitting congressman who is going to be voting on this, and you don't don't have a copy right now. Well, yeah, and so what the way that they they've marked up pieces of it they've, in committee <sighs> and passed that out, but everybody knows, and the Democrats have been very clear about this, that they're going to rewrite major portions of it in the rules committee. So the final bill. Uh, you know, we're not going to see until hopefully this never happens until they're ready to quote unquote pass it. Um, right. But, you know, the, but the good news is, you know, the, the moderates and in, in, in the Democratic Party and the and the and the socialists have not come to an agreement and they're fighting right now about what they want to do. I hope they end up doing nothing. Um, uh, that, I don't want to. That's kind of crazy. Fundamentally, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I, said, I don't want to fundamentally change America. I want to defend America as yes. it stands. Absolutely. And and God bless you for that. And that's why you're going to keep on having my vote, because we need people like you who can do that and who can stand up against this insanity that is the extreme left agenda. Um, several folks have said hello to you, Leilani, um, Cleo. They're all high van. Thank you for your service. Um, and then Ann Guzman said, Congressman Taylor, I appreciate having your staff member, Danny, call and answer the question I had. He is very knowledgeable and a polite young person. So and that's the great oh. thing. And I know Denise from your staff has hopped on to say hello to us this morning. Um, oh. You know, I love it. And let's talk about how accessible you are. 100% meeting rate. And I'd love to hear the number of meetings you're at this year. Um, how do people get in touch with you? Because your staff literally, oh. and it's interesting because I was talking to a, a, a family member who did not want to get the vaccine because they had already had COVID and already knew they had antibodies. But they're at a company where that's being pushed and they're being said they're being told they will be let go even though they work from home go figure if they lose their job and it's so interesting because they said oh wait a second I'm getting a, a phone call from DC and I said I guarantee you it's somebody from Congressman Van Taylor Congressman Van Taylor's staff or it's Congressman Taylor and um, they were they were like oh well I mean I, I literally called like 30 minutes ago and I said I'd bet I'd bet you it is and they're like okay I went to voicemail they texted me back and said oh my goodness it was it was I think it was like your chief of staff or somebody they're like it, it was somebody from Congressman Van Taylor's office with directions on what I should do about this and so 
not everybody gets that kind of service from their congressman. So thank you for that. And I'm very, very, very happy that you're my congressman because I know I'm going to get that kind of service. How do people get in touch with you if they want to meet with you? Sure. Uh, well, you can just Google, you know, Congressman Van Taylor, and it'll bring up my official website. And you can email in. And uh, I have, like, as you said, I have a hundred percent meeting policy. Um, so in the uh, in the state Senate, I think I had maybe seven hundred. Uh, oh, I was trying to I had like three hundred fifty meetings a year. Uh, last year in Congress, I think I had about eight hundred and fifty meetings in two years. And I'm on track this Congress to have about a thousand meetings. Fantastic. So kind of, Fantastic. So it, keeps, it keeps going up. And you know, and look, a lot of people say, Wow, man, that's amazing. Like you know, you meet with everybody. What a what a great Congress. I say, no, no, what's amazing is I have so many great constituents that care enough about their community and care enough about issues that are important to them that they'll take the time uh, to meet with me. And, and and we can, you know, and I'll meet in person, we can Love meet it. by phone, we can meet Love by it. Zoom. So we're very flexible in how we do that, but I want to be—I want to hear what's important to you, um, the people who I have the tremendous privilege of working for and representing uh, in the U.S. House. And so, um, I am a better leader for hearing from you, uh, and I appreciate every single person who takes the time uh, to give their input, whether it's a. Uh, an email or a fax or a written letter uh, or who wants to sit down and just you know, look me in the eye and say, hey, Congressman, I, I really care about X, whatever that yeah. is. Uh, and really and I think me. that's I think it's fantastic. And again, you know, we've got other people um, who are in other states or in other congressional districts in Texas who will tune into the show. And JP and I are always getting pinged. How do we get Congressman Van Taylor here? And we're like, well, you can move on up here. We're, you're welcome in the third district. We'll take you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then let's talk about the third district. First of all, Lee D says um, P.S. Semper Fi, so I'm I'm sure that's to you. Um, but uh, let's let's talk about um, speaking of military. You've got an event coming up, and let us know of any other events. But I know you've got an event sure. coming up. I just saw a list of the um, individuals from the military and the different branches of the military who you'll be recognizing the end of October. Talk a little bit about that event and um, the people who've been chosen because this is just. And amazing. I know a number of the people who were chosen this year and just bravo, wonderful choices. Sure. Well, let me let me just say, uh, you know, obviously very, very worried about what's going on in Washington. But let me just say that what I worry about in Washington, D.C., I know is right in America. Um, and what's right in America is we've got the greatest nation on earth. And I think it's so important to remember and celebrate the things that we do get right. Because let's face it, we get a lot more right than we get wrong around here. Um, and, um, you know, we've got a lot of great Americans that we want to honor. And so Kathy, very grateful to you for being willing to be the master of ceremonies at the congressional. I'm honored uh, Congressman. Thank you. Well, thank you. And, um, so on Saturday, October 30th from 10 to noon at Collin college, Spring Creek campus, uh, in Plano, uh, we're going to be having the congressional veteran combination award ceremony. That's a phenomenal, uh, opportunity. Uh, to really sit down and listen. Uh, and I, it's a great thing to bring children to, to give them yes. an idea about how people can serve. And so we honor people who served in the military and then continue to serve in our community, uh, whether it's you know on city council or the school board or uh, at charities or you know, leading a civic organization um, and how you know, Americans have really built their lives around service. Um, and it just, it, it, it's a very uplifting, um, it, it's an incredibly positive experience. I, I mean, I just, you know, if you're feeling down uh, or just you're not sure if America's ever going to make it, I recommend you go to this event. Yeah. Uh, it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll help you to see, wow, you know, there are a lot of good people uh, who are out there that are working hard, that are making a difference, that serve. Um, and, you know, you know, I think we're going to be okay. So, uh, and I want to thank you for being willing to do this. And I have a very exciting special guest. Congressman Brian Mass uh, oh, wow. from Florida who, um, is, an, is a phenomenal speaker, but Congressman Mass uh, gave both of his legs yeah. uh, in service to our country in Afghanistan. Yes, yes. Um, and so he's a great American. Mm. Uh, I have uh, a, a, you know incredible respect for him. I'm very privileged to get to work closely with him uh, in, in, in the Congress, and, and uh, I thought he'd be a, a very inspiring person to uh, to show up and to um, 
into 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 talk. Absolutely. Uh, what it, talk about an yeah. inspirational individual and an inspirational story. I, I cannot wait to see that. And I do love that you always, um, and I'm going to put a plug in because almost every time I talk to you, I've got to put a plug in for your Congressional Youth Advisory Council. I was very fortunate. I'm My sure. son was was in your very first um, Congressional Youth Advisory Council class. And it was so funny because you, you would say something or you would have speakers that would say something and he'd come home and he'd be like, Mom, did you know A, B, or C? And I'm like, Okay, something literally you've known since you were in utero, but now because the congressman says it, it's it all of a sudden it, it works out. So, anyways, but I love it because you always had the Congressional Youth Advisory Council when you're talking about having young people come and watch these, you know, these people who have served our military and then come back and serve their community. I love that you always had them involved in that program, you know, helping out because again, that's the age group we've got to make an impact with in order for liberty and freedom to still be a quote-unquote thing in America. You know, um, we've, we've got to get to that next group of kids who are going to be voting and let them know how important your freedom is and how important it is to recognize those who have served to protect that freedom. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the Congressional Youth Advisory Council, great opportunity. Uh, we just had our first meeting. October 30th will be our second meeting. Um that's a great opportunity for, for young people in high school to learn uh, civics and to learn about how our community works. So they uh, get to sit down with me and they get to hear from mayors and city council members and school board members and judges uh, and really learn a lot about civics and how our government works and how our society works. And so it's a great learning experience. And I'll just say it's great to get your perspective as a mom. I will say that when I was uh, first running for Congress, I, you know, I knocked on a lot of doors and, and as I was knocking on doors, I had voter after voter say, you know, Van, I really, I, you know, I, I went to, I'm a kayak terrestrial youth advisory council graduate or one of Love my it. children or both of my children, or all of my children, uh, went and did that. And so please keep that going. It's a great program, really enjoyed it. And so we've done that. We've continued to, uh, uh, to, to, to make that work. And it, it, it is a fantastic program, and that's what's great. And people can go onto your website. And I know um, Libby, she um, posted a list of the individuals who were chosen. As, if, of course, you know, um, Leilani, whose husband, Mike, was chosen as one of the military people that you'll be um, honoring on that date. She's like, oh, great choice. I can't wait to go. Um, but, uh, again, it's you can go on to the, um, your website. You can see things like that. You can sign up for your newsletter and get information about all the great programs that you you have going on back here in our congressional district three and I, I think that's so important because you're you're recognizing all of the different folks and all of the different um uh individuals who we need to teach about freedom and who have protected our freedom so we just really appreciate you um anything else you want to throw out there anything we need to pray for you like this upcoming week any kind of craziness going on in dc that we need to protect you in prayer well, I, I'm actually going to be uh, on the border uh, uh, Sunday uh, and Monday, so um, going to go see yet again the disaster uh, that President Biden has has wreaked uh, on our country by you know unlocking our border and letting any any drug runner, uh, any human trafficker uh, who wants to to cross over, and it's, mm. uh, the the price of illegal drugs has plummeted. Uh, and uh, the sheriff in Tarrant County was saying the price of a hit of fentanyl has gone from $50 in January to $15 in June. Oh, my gosh. And it's 100%. Gosh. It's mm. 100% because President Biden has opened up the border. He said, okay, anybody who wants to come in can come in. And the amount of drugs coming across is, is obviously tripled. Because prices are, mm. you know, prices are a third of what they were. That's so, that uh, is so know. scary. So, so the prices of drugs that will literally kill you in one use yep. are going down. But hey, go to go to the grocery store or the gas station, and you feel like you're you're being taken advantage of because you are. I mean, literally, I had like two weeks where I didn't go to the grocery store. I was trying to prove something to myself. That didn't work out so well. Um, but you know, so when I went back this week, starting for my weekly trip. I was like, wait a second, how much? And then I'm just looking at different things. I'm looking at missing items on the shelf and talking to the store manager who's like, hey, Kathy, we there's no distribution. There's nobody to work to unload the products. So, you know, it's just, it's insanity. Um, 
I just so we appreciate that you're going to be going down to the border and would love to hear next week a report on what you find. And I know you've I mean, you've been working on the border since you were a state representative. You've been, you know, doing this from the state point of view and now you're trying to work it from the federal point of view, but President Biden with what he's done we we literally are setting ducks. Sure. My, my, actually, my first assignment as a second lieutenant in the Marines was to lead a platoon on the U.S.-Mexico border. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's part of Joint Task Force 6. Um, and, um, yeah, it's the, the border is literally the worst it's ever been. Um, mm. And the Biden administration, you know, at first you thought it was incompetence, but now it looks, it's intentional. I mean, they're intentionally. It, ha- it has to be at this point. And they're yeah. letting people in with COVID. They're not testing them or vaccinating them. Right. They're, they're, uh, Releasing them into the country, um, you know, dr- you know, drugs. It, it, it's a healthcare disaster. It's a it is. Human, it's a humanitarian crisis. It is. Uh, and it's just, you know, and the Biden administration, you know, is all too happy to do it. I mean, they, they just, I mean, and 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 they're and they're <clears throat> incredibly dishonest about it. I mean, they just they won't even call it a crisis. No, uh, I think they don't even recognize it. It's like they don't recognize it. Everybody in America it. sees it as a crisis, but the, <clears throat> yeah. the administration wants to. You know, basically obfuscate to us and say, oh, no, it's not a crisis. It's just a challenge. Well, well come on. Yeah. I, um, no, when you've got dr- you've got illegal drugs literally being given out like candy, you've got sex trafficking at an all-time high, you've got abuse, you've got COVID. I mean, you know, it, it, you've got somebody who, like, I have to go, if I want to go to a concert, I've got to go and get tested to make sure I don't have COVID before I can go for the ticket that I paid too much for. But then somebody can come across the border and they can bring – not only COVID, measles. All I mean, y- you talk about you know going moving backwards mm-hmm. health wise. There's tons of things to be scared about with the disease that could be coming over. And again, because there's no checks and balances, it's just like everybody come on over, and there's nobody to track anybody. Yet we're tracked to the nth degree now as American citizens. Yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah. I know. I mean, you know. We could go on forever about yeah, that. Yeah, we really uh, could. You know, yeah, one of the one of the one of the crazy ideas that Democrats have is they they want the IRS to get a report from every bank for every transaction <laughs> from every bank account that has over six hundred dollars deposited in it. Um, oh you know, this gosh. is an incredible invasion of privacy, uh, and it was absolutely astonishing. Uh, we're, we I was uh, in a committee hearing last week. We had Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, uh, who is the advocate for this. Uh, tremendous uh, acquisition of data by the federal government. And we said, do you think this is an invasion of privacy? She said, absolutely not. We were just, <laughs> I, I, we were just gobsmacked, just gobsmacked. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I said, hey, Kathy, can I see, you know, you know, hey, Madam Secretary, can I see every transaction in your bank account? Yeah. You know, would she, you know, do you think that's an invasion of privacy? Of course it is. It that's is. A tremendous invasion of privacy. I mean, you've got a lot of spouses uh, yeah. who don't share bank account information with each other. You know, I, I, like if somebody, even if my best friend were to come and say, hey, can I see your, um, your bank statement for the last 30 days? I'd be like, excuse me? So yeah. why is no, it okay, though, when the government says this is what we need to do for the American people? It's, That's uh, crazy. You know, but this is, <sighs> but, you know, they, look, these are, these are the socialists on steroids. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to, you know, they're, take, they're stripping away, you know, basic freedoms that we yeah. enjoy as Americans, like privacy. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, all of us have private lives, and we want to be able to have privacy around yes. those lives. We don't want our bank account to be on a gover- government server that can be hacked. Exactly. Here's yeah, the IRS, that, which, I didn't even know, think about that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, not, not only is the government snooping around in your business, but now they've got your data. Yeah. And so, and, and you know, unfortunately, you know, the government does not have a pristine record of protecting our data. Right. Um, Boy, howdy, that's you know, true. And so, you know, so let's, you know, this is, this is obviously a terrible idea. Yes. Uh, you know, I and other members of the committee really went after uh, Secretary Yellen. So this is just absolutely good for you. you know, good for you. You cannot do this. Um, this is wrong. And I, but but it's, it's the obfuscation by the administration that, and what I would just call Kathy blatant dishonesty. Yeah. I mean, to say this is not an invasion of privacy was just absolutely stunning uh, to me. I mean, I, I just I was I mean, my jaw hit the floor. Uh, yeah. you, you, you can't really think that. Um, 
you know, look, they're trying to they're trying to push an agenda and trying to take away our freedom and our privacy. Uh, and you know, we're, I'm going to fight back. I'm not going to. That's why I went to Congress is to is to protect that freedom and to protect uh, our country. Um, and there are some absolutely awful socialist ideas uh, that they're pushing uh, that that are, that will you know make our country for the worse. Yeah. Uh, and I'm against that. Well, thank you so much. And we appreciate so much time today. We, we wanted to catch everybody up um, from the crew on, you know, what's going on. And then we would love to hear, um, I say we would love to hear, we'll be anxious to hear your report about the Texas border. And again, this is, you've been fighting since your military days on protecting that border. Right now, we've got a president who won't even allow you as a congressman to do your job. And, that, and there's something very, very wrong with that because you know what's best for Texas. You know what's best for this neck of the woods, not somebody in D.C. who hasn't even sat, stepped one foot on that ground. So we appreciate you. Thank you so much. God bless you. We're always praying for you. And we really do appreciate your service here in Congressional District 3 and your service to our country, Van. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Have have a great weekend. Tell your family we said hello, and we'll see you next week. And be safe. Yeah, we'll be praying for you to stay safe this weekend. Thanks, Kathy. You bet. All right. Congressman Van, Van Taylor, the Congressional uh, District 3 Congressional Representative, and um yeah when you just when you hear about the things being pushed and the numbers that are just bantered around like it's no big deal like money grows on trees I just can't fathom that. And, you know, one of the things he talked about, and JP and I had, had a conversation about this. Oh, and Greg, uh, Greg Rusk says, thank you for your service um, to um, to uh, uh, Representative Congressman um, Van Taylor as well. So thank you. Thank you for that, Greg. And thanks for hooking me up with Judy, who was our first guest this morning. We appreciate that. But, you know, the, even the thing, okay, let's say that the IRS, if you've got over $600 in your bank account, um, which, heck, you know, even when your kids are working part-time at any given day, okay, so do they have access to my underage child's bank account? Because that child it has saved up $1,000 from a summer job, so do they have access to a, a underage child's bank account as well? I mean, all the questions that go into this, and then if they can, anybody who has over $600 in their bank account, if they can, can track which grocery stores you go to, which gas station, do you buy liquor at a liquor store, do you um, buy cigarettes, do you go to movies, do you go to restaurants, you know, or do, you know, um, a DoorDash or a Uber, you know, Uber Eats or something five out of seven days a week. At some point, can they say this person is not vaccinated or this person, um, because we're looking at all the medical records and it's like HIPAA's, gosh, is that even a thing anymore with this current administration in D.C.? But if they start looking at something going, okay, well, this person has type 2 diabetes or this person went to a rehab center or whatever the case may be or this person's not vaccinated, whatever it is, can they then start saying you've already eaten out twice this week, you can't eat out tonight, or you can't buy um, a six-pack of beer, or you can't buy a six-pack of Coca-Cola. Um, and again, I'm, and I'm not pushing bad habits. I'm not, that's not my intention. It's just that, hey, it's, it's my individual choice, at least it still is from what I know, and it should be my individual choice to do what I want. You know, if somebody wants to go out and eat 9,000 hamburgers and they know it's going to clog their arteries, hey, you know what? That's your personal choice. But it's, I don't want the government telling me, hey, this is a good or a bad choice. I would help some, hope somebody in my family or a friend would tell me that or my doctor. But again, can they start saying, if they've got that kind of access to your bank account, can they all of a sudden say, nope, not going to pay for that. And so you're at the grocery store trying to buy something and they don't, the government doesn't approve of what you buy or the restaurant you're at or whatever the case may be. It's a very, 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 very scary thought. And um, again, we just appreciate Congressman Taylor fighting against that kind of stuff. Um, because if you, if you let somebody have, you know, an inch, they're going to take a mile. That's at least this current administration, that's what they're doing. So, 
Um, have a wonderful day. Um, birthday blessings to my daughter who just had a birthday yesterday. Um, congratulations to Elizabeth and Brett Merritt who are grandparents again this time to a beautiful, oh my gosh, just such a handsome um, little boy who was just born this week. So um, blessings to y'all. So excited. Can't wait to see the pictures because I think y'all get a hold of that boy this weekend. So anyways, um, everybody have a blessed and wonderful weekend. If you're going out to the State Fair of Texas, which I hope you are, um, go early. Going to be big old crowds with the Texas OU weekend. So that'll be fun to talk about and recap on Monday when John's back in studio. Everybody have a blessed weekend. Next is This Pink Cloud. And then um, the Snarky Parenthetical, then Kilroy's Conversation, and then the Ask Dr. Be Good show. And then we start it all over again on Monday. So everybody have a blessed and um, wonderful weekend. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Mwah.